Welcome and get ready for living a truly alive life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first ever episode of living a truly alive life with me, Ali Zainal Abidin. And I'm very, very excited to start this podcast to share with you wherever you are right now, whatever you're currently doing while listening to this podcast, of course. And the aim of this podcast, as you can probably guess from its title, is to get ourselves to improve and live a better life, a life that is truly alive than whatever our current situation is right now. I'm very, very sure whatever your situation is right now with your life, I'm very sure there's some kind of improvement that you want to experience, that you want to see in your life, in whatever aspect in your life. And the aim, again, for this podcast is to close that gap, to learn things that could enable us, that could empower us to close that gap and be where we want to be. And in this very first episode, I want to share with you something that I believe is very, very fundamental that has a lot to do with whether we will get ourselves to close that gap or not. And that is our belief and how it is related with our ability. Because we want to close that gap, meaning we need to have the ability and use the ability to close the gap from where we are right now to where we want to be. And a lot of that ability actually is very much related with our beliefs about that ability. I remember back in my first year in college, I always said whenever somebody's speaking English to me, I always said, well, my English is more passive than active, meaning that I can understand when people talk, but I cannot really respond, at least with a long answer at least. So usually I, I only respond with, you know, like, one word kind of or one phrase kind of answer yes or no or i agree i understand thank you you're welcome more of those kind of you know one line or one phrase kind of answer and you know well my english my, my english is more passive is always my answer many times i i explained myself that way but now as i reflect back i realize that my English is more of a passive, is actually a label that I gave myself subconsciously. You know, I never realized it until, until, you know, at least the last few years, that back then I was giving myself a label that my English is passive. And without me realizing it, because I keep doing that, that label became who I am at that time. It became a belief. It became part of my identity that, yo, when it comes to English, Ali is passive. He's not an active speaker because I keep saying that to myself and to other people. So it becomes a belief. A label becomes a belief. It becomes part of who I am, at least at that time. So I, I didn't even realize that, that basically, practically, I was destroying my own willingness and drive to speak English fluently. And even worse, it gave me a sense of certainty about me being passive when it comes to English. So I was very certain. I think that's what belief is actually about. It's a feeling of certainty about something, which in this case was my English. I was very certain that my English is more passive and I cannot speak or have a long conversation in English. 
And when you feel certain about something, then you start to grow a feeling to stay, to need, a need even to stay consistent with what you're certain about, which in my case was passive. So I need to, without me realizing, I, I developed that need to maintain consistency that about my passiveness when it comes to speaking English. So that was a horrible impact for me when it comes to my improvement because I do need to be able to speak English better. But that that became a belief. And from there, it's it started to affect other aspects of my personal development as well, even beyond my English. But here's the thing now. That label that I subconsciously gave myself without even realizing it, of course, that I'm passive when it comes to English, that I'm not an active or even fluent speaker, it has nothing to do with my actual ability to speak English actively and even fluently. It's a belief because, of course, the potential to become an active speaker, uh, to be fluent, the potential is there. But because of that belief, of that label that I gave myself that I'm a passive speaker or not even a speaker I'm a pa- yeah a passive speaker or just passive in English because of that label because of that belief I never got myself to tap or access that potential that would allow me to become an active English speaker or fluent speaker even so it doesn't mean that I c- cannot speak English fluently or actively It's just that my belief is not allowing me to access that ability, that potential. And each day that belief got stronger, it I becomes further away from using that potential. So let me remind everyone who's listening to this. And actually I'm reminding myself as well that your belief and your ability are two different things. There are two separate things. They do have a connection, but there are two different things. What is the connection between your belief and your ability? Your belief is the one that would determine whether you are going to access your potential or not. The potential that would eventually become an ability. Let me give you another example besides uh, my own experience when it comes to speaking English uh, passively or now actively. Is uh, you can look it up online as well. The name is Roger Bannister. For many hundreds or even thousands of years since the the old Greek period, many many people want to be able to run for one mile under four minutes. It becomes a legend. It's called uh, the four minute mile. For thousands of years, nobody can run for one mile under four minutes. For many, many years. But in 1954, a man with the name Roger Bannister became the first ever person, at least that's recorded in history, that was able to run for one mile under four minutes. The interesting part is not about Roger Bannister himself, but what happened after that. After Roger Bannister ran the four-minute mile, More and more people that same year and even the year after that, more and more people suddenly became able to run a four-minute mile. Does it mean that people before him, the decades or even hundreds of years before him, 
do not have the ability, the potential to run a 4-minute mile? Yes, they do. However, they might not have the right belief that would allow them to access that potential to run the 4-minute mile. But once Roger Bannister did it, suddenly other people who's living in during that era, during that period, start to have a positive references. Hey, that person can do it. Then it allow people to start to have a belief that they can do it as well. And that belief is the one that is allowing them to access that potential to, to actually run a four-minute mile. So again, it's two different things when it comes to belief and ability. They're, they do have a relationship. Yes, they have a relation. But your belief is the one that would basically allow you or not allowing you to access the potential that you actually have. Like, for example... Uh, just uh, earlier uh, this day i went to a coffee shop and and i was uh, i was waiting on the line and the person in front of me took very very long to, uh, to just to make an order and at that time i was telling myself okay be patient be patient because actually i i had to uh, run quite fast i have to go to another place right away after that so but i was telling myself okay be patient be patient and if I wanted to, if I wanted to, do I have the ability to, you know, just yell at him and be like, you know, like bullying him for being so slow in ordering or whatever it is? The ability I do have, I, I can do that if I wanted to. However, I didn't do it. But the potential is there. I could have access, but my belief it's not telling me that I'm a bully. I have a belief that I'm not a bully. I have a belief that I'm, I'm a peaceful person. And maybe, you know, it takes them longer because of blah, blah, blah. I can say whatever it needs to myself to, to maintain myself to stay calm. Because I believe I'm not a violent person. I believe I'm a peaceful person. I'm not a bully. So that belief is the one that determines whether I'm going to bully him or not to yell at him or not or just to be patient so but all the ability is there the ability to be the potential to be patient the potential to to yell at him the potential is there but what's the thing that would allow me to access that potential or not on or how i'm going to use that potential it all depends on my belief about myself about who i am as a person so Consciously or subconsciously, we all have been giving ourselves many labels, many beliefs about ourselves or even about others, both the positive ones and the negative ones, the empowering and the disempowering beliefs we give to ourselves or others. And those labels, especially the one that we give to ourselves, that belief, it becomes part of identity, it becomes part of who we are, and then it controls a lot of what we do and what we do don't do well of course in order for us to live a truly alive life to close that gap on be, between where we are now to where we want to go where we want to be that we need to have the right beliefs and here's the question what is there or what are the right beliefs what are the empowering ones well first it depends on our own awareness do we know where we want to be do we know where we want to go specifically 
very specific not just you know, happy i want to be happier i want to be richer i want to be healthier but specifically where we want to be and and then this is where i believe a lot of people uh, made the mistake because they skip one step they decide once they become aware of where we, where they want to be where they want to go and then right away they ask the question of how do i get there how do i achieve that but actually there's one important question that we need to ask before asking the how the how is about the strategy but i think the more important question that we need to ask first before the how is who do i need to become what kind of person that i need to become in order for me to be able to do that thing the how the strategy to have the ability to execute that strategy to get me to where i want to be and and that's about belief what kind of person that i need to become so what kind of belief that i need to have about myself because you can have all the strategies all the how but if but if you do not believe you are the kind of person who could do that then you will not access that ability that you actually have the potential that you actually have so i guess that's just um the thing that I, that i want to share in this first episode um think about where you want to be where you want to become or who, who who do you want to become in order for you to close that gap in before asking about how to get there but who do you need to become what kind of beliefs that you need to have about yourself about your ability and cross check as well if you're honest with yourself what kind of beliefs that i currently have that maybe is disempowering me or hindering me in order to become a person that could get me to where i want to be well that's the first thing that i want to share in this first episode that remember your beliefs and your ability are two different things your belief is the one that would allow you or not allowing you to access the potential the ability but the potential the ability is there so make sure we have the right belief make sure we become aware of the belief that we currently have the positive ones and the negative ones and then start to think who do i need to become who do i need to become what kind of beliefs that i need to have about myself in order for me to be able to be where on where i want to be and close that gap and live a truly alive life thank you so much for listening to this first podcast hopefully it's useful and not just hopefully it's useful but hopefully if it is useful i hope you use it and get ourselves to learn more to experience more in our life and all the best i'll see you in the next episode ciao